0: morning, Christ Point. How are you? Ooh, hot Mike. Oh, happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. That was slightly better than terrible, but not great. Uh, it's good to be with you this morning. I want to welcome our kids. I know our kids are with us this morning. They're going to be hanging out as we uh, dream a little bit about 2021 uh, together. I want to welcome those who are watching online. It's so good to have you uh, with us this morning. Uh, this morning, I want to take a few minutes and uh, reflect back upon some of the challenges uh, that we faced in 2020. Uh, I want to invite the elders in just a moment to uh, come up. We're going to share some of the things that we're grateful for. And then there are really four objectives we want to share as we move uh, into 2020, things that we're praying toward and asking uh, God to do. I think anytime when you reach the end of the year and start a new year, it's natural Uh, for you to think back upon uh, what just took place previously and to look ahead uh, to what God might have. And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I think 2020 was a bit challenging. Um, Did anyone find 2020 to be just a little challenging? Yeah, it was was a little different, a little different. Uh, I know for us as a people, I'm sure it was challenging. For us as a church, it was challenging as well. Uh, I remember driving home from a half-day conference back in March, and my phone rang as I was in the car, and I uh, picked it up. I know probably not supposed to do that, uh, but I picked it up. Uh, Seth Haynes, uh, who oversees our finances here at Christ Point, uh, was on the other line, and he said, James, uh, I have some bad news. And I said, ooh, do tell, do tell. And he said, hey, we've just been kicked out of Cox Mill High School. Right, this was on the front end of uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, and so they're starting to shut things down. We were meeting in an area high school, and we were pretty content there. Uh, we loved our space. It was a beautiful space. Uh, we were just starting to get a little comfortable, and uh, then they said goodbye, uh, bye And so we were, <laughs> we were homeless, and uh, all of a sudden we went from meeting face-to-face, Uh, to being in a situation where we uh, decided to go all virtual Um, i i don't have a background in uh, television Uh, i don't know a lick about cameras i don't know much about editing but uh, by golly uh, we rolled with the punches and we started putting our service online Uh, and that's challenging right Uh, as i thought about this last year one of the challenges that i was reminded of is even just from a worship standpoint uh, worship is meant to be participatory. Uh, we are to engage in worship. You know, it's, it's like a, a full body thing, you know, where we lift our hands and raise our voices and uh, it looks a little different in a living room uh, with three kids uh, when uh, you are singing out. Uh, even when we came back face to face, it looks a little different looking out and uh, seeing everyone sing through their masks. Uh, you don't plan for that or prepare for that. But uh but hey you know here we are. Uh, as we as a church and as an elder team prayed about what it looked like for us to uh, return and come back together we uh we debated like many churches what what's the wise thing for us to do is it okay for uh, us to meet face to face again and when we meet face to face should we meet face to face outside or can we come inside and if we come inside should we wear masks or should we not wear masks? What's the prudent thing to do? What's the wise thing to do? What's the faith-filled thing to do? And so uh, we prayed and we had those conversations and we decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to come back as a church and we're going to gather together and we're going to meet face-to-face and we're going to do it inside and, and not outside, but uh, we encourage people to, to wear masks. And uh, I don't know if you've done a survey of uh, everyone you know, but uh, most everyone I know has an opinion. And so we're trying to navigate through this well, telling people, hey, when you, when you come inside, wear a mask. When you go outside, if you social distance, take your masks off. And, uh, and we navigated through that together as a church. And then we were reminded, again, that uh, we do not have a, a permanent church home uh, as a people. And so uh, we wrestled through, what does it look like for us to meet and where? And God, in uh, His goodness, provided uh, this place. Uh, So all that to say, as we think back to 2020, there were a number of challenges that uh, we faced. But you know what's crazy is I think sometimes human nature is such that we can live there, we can camp out there, we can uh, lament that all that has changed, and we can miss uh, the opportunity that God gives us to see His good hand. Uh, And as we look back to 2020, I think as a church, uh, we have much to be grateful for. And so uh, this morning I want to invite our elders, uh, if they would, to come forward because we want to reflect upon and share some of God's goodness uh, with you as we uh, think about some of the things that we're grateful for. So Chris and Phil and Billy, I'm going to invite you guys uh, to come up and join me. It is certainly good to have you with us. Welcome, Chris. It's good to see you. I like your shoes. Thank you. Those are fancy. Yes. Phil, Hello. I like your shoes too. Thanks. Billy, yours are just okay. My wife dresses me. She's,
1: I would she's agree with done
0: that. a good job. Uh, well, like I, like I mentioned, I want to I take some time this morning and just share some of the things that we're grateful for uh, as an elder board, as a people. And so, Phil, maybe you could uh, kick us off and share some of the things that you're grateful for as you think about 2020. Yeah.
1: Um, I've got some notes here for you. But, um, man, when I look around the room... I see, I see faces I love. And um, the one of the things that came to me when I was thinking about the things I'm grateful for is our leadership and our people. And first, let's let think about these guys here, man, just doing life with you guys. This last year has been hard, but um, we've grown because of the stewardship and the leadership that uh, you guys have from an eldership standpoint. Um, but we, we have one paid uh staff member, and two part-time, right? That's it. But listen to what God has done this last year. Um, I'm going to miss some people, so forgive me, but Pastor James, his preaching and shepherding, his faithfulness to that, I praise God for that. Melissa, like all things Melissa. <laughs> I mean, from Christ's point, uh, women's to worship, um, and now she's exec, she's executive assistant. Um, she's one of our part time, but like she just does everything. I praise God for Jody and Wes and how you guys serve just faithfully with our kids and how you pivoted from meeting live to virtual, and also what you've done here in the barn. Praise God for that. Um, Christ Point student leaders, you know Dan and Brandon and Brew. How you guys have just pressed into the guys. And uh, virtually, and then when we can meet live, doing that, our online Bible studies that we've done, and Dixie, and Heidi, and Misty, and Amy, how you guys have pressed into the young ladies, um, those seeds you're planting, they, uh, they they go far beyond what we'll ever see. Um, I praise God for our new, uh, the Christ Point women, with Pam coming on board, and, and Jill, and Heidi, of how that's grown and developed, uh, how these these... Um, sidewalk or driveway meetings you guys are doing consistently, so cool. Um, our worship team, we haven't had a full-time worship leader in a while, right? But you heard Wendy leading worship, um, Dan and uh, and Henry, and I'm going to miss someone, right? Uh, Melissa and Brandon, the Chrysalkas online, how cool is that, right? Um, Jeremy playing the drums, um,
2: I was supposed to be singing, but they wouldn't let me. So you, you were, thank cu- me you were
1: cut because <laughs> yeah. you're never on a team. <laughs> um, and then and then uh, Seth, I mean, we, Seth, the finances, you mentioned in the finances, mm-hmm. faithfully doing that for years and all the online stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just how faithful he's been doing that. Now, these guys are paid. <sighs> yeah. right? Establishing a culture of joyful service. I mean, people don't do it because they have to. You guys, our leaders, are doing it because they want to. Our GO team, right, Billy and, uh, and Lottie and Becky, how that's grown and developed, uh, Operation Christmas Child, uh, both local missions and foreign missions. How much time do I have?
0: Uh, you're, I mean, <laughs> you're keep going. Close. You're on a roll. All
1: right, <laughs> thanks. You just keep going. Yep. I'm um, just going to say ditto. All right, cool. Uh, impact team. So, like, you guys come in, right? Uh, how cool is it to be greeted by the polls, right, and Paul, and then our students out there, right? So um, the Kips aren't here, but, like, Tom tries to <laughs> run over the kids when they're coming in. So, Tom, <laughs> you got to watch out with that. But it's, I mean, how cool is it to have, like, Bo and Caveman and Henry and Michael and Connor out there, rain or shine, right? Um, and, and then look at this. Like, Noah's over here, and, and Matt, like, right, running AV. How cool is that to live stream, Right, And so, and, and then, y'all, did, did, did you see the flags? We saw the flags. Olivier and Adam and um, Jared faithfully do that. You don't see them doing that, right? Um, and I know I've missed people, but think about it. We have one paid full-time, right, and two part-time. And yet the body of Christ has come together in probably the most challenging year we've had. And, and I promise, like, God is doing amazing things. He he has, he is, right? And so you, got, you have to see, it, it's been a tough year, but man, we're going to see the fruit. of the, Our foundation is going deep. Our roots are deep. And uh,
0: I praise God for our leaders and our people. I see. Thanks, thanks, Phil. Billy, anything come to mind as you think about things you're grateful for in 2020? Yeah, but,
2: um, echo, I literally echo everything that that uh, Phil said. I mean, it's all about the people. Um, um, and yet, even even more so, when we weren't meeting in person, when we weren't doing things, uh, what became clear to me this year was that it's really all about Jesus. It's all about the gospel. And um, that's never been more clear to me than it is now. Um, and, and that is something that I am so grateful for. Um, I look at... I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Anne Marie, Ava and Gavin and and who they're becoming, Ava and Gavin, who they're becoming as people. Um the things that I see again that that others don't see is as, uh, as far as what God is doing in the world. And what's interesting to me is that is that this has been really humbling because I'm realizing I've actually said to a few friends like I'm realizing that God doesn't need me as involved as I thought he did in order to do what he's going to do. And I am forever grateful for that, that God is working, he's moving, uh, he's involved intimately. And that's true from a family standpoint, it's true from a personal standpoint. All that we do here as a church is an outflow of our own internal growth and who, who God is turning us into and what he's, what he's chiseling away and what he's uh, breaking down and what we're repenting for. Um, and I'm grateful for the relationships of these men that have, that have helped me and, and my wife and other friends that have, um, that have helped me stay on the road in a very challenging year. A great year, but a challenging year, uh, is, which is really weird. I'm not used to saying great and challenging at the same time, but it really does feel like that. And so I'm just grateful that, um, that Christ Point is where we call home. I'm grateful that this barn is here. I can't thank... Uh, donnie enough uh, i think a donnie way more than he would probably be comfortable with with knowing uh, as far as as just being grateful for having this place to meet and um god is so good and uh, we're we're kind of nomadic historically and and yet here we are uh and that's a beautiful beautiful thing um and so i'm just grateful for that i'm grateful lastly and then i'll shut up for the leadership that was in place before I showed up. Uh, I'm grateful for Brian Goins. I'm grateful for John Corant. I'm grateful for the guys and and gals that that laid, uh, again, a foundation. And yet, uh, as we continue to grow, the people that are coming in that are so gifted, I'm humbled by the people that I serve with, uh, that are way better at stuff than I ever dreamed of being. And so um, uh, lastly, the shout out to Becky and um, to Olivier and Heather and and Lottie and the people that put this OCC event, to have a gone event in person in 2020 is a huge deal, okay? I mean, we're talking mission trips stopped. People did not go do much of anything, and we did this. That is, that is, that is something that's only going to become more... Um, it just it just gets bigger in my mind from a thankfulness standpoint as i as time goes on, and so i'm just grateful for that and that 's it thanks that's a good word Chris would you like to share
3: uh, just briefly you guys pretty much covered everything i think uh my for me um i'm thankful for each one of you i'm thankful for uh the body here and and how you guys uh, have loved on each other and and grown through this uh, i'm thankful for uh, the fact that um uh, God is doing something in this whole pandemic. Uh, he is growing each one of you. He's forcing us to stop, uh, forcing to shut things down that were that were kind of occupying us in, in previous years. Um, I'm thankful for Donnie as well and the relationship that we've um, cultivated there through this uh, this whole thing. So that's about it.
1: Hey, can I share something else? Nope.
0: <laughs> no, you, had your, you had your turn phil
1: no i get uh, just just al and the uh, leadership that he's done like the development he yeah, absolutely 15 people i know you're going to talk about it a little later. i took your thunder sorry but th- that and then also our space and place team like andy leading that with the team is very grateful for those people just raising up and leading
0: i love that phil asked if he could say something else i responded by saying no and then he just said it anyway he just he's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Thank you. I love it. No, I'm I'm so thankful for uh, for these guys. I know it's been mentioned already, but uh, you know, Phil, when I think about your life, I, I think of Romans, you know, chapter twelve when it talks about spiritual gifts, and it says if you have uh, the gift of leadership, lead with zeal. And uh Phil's a guy that leads with zeal. Uh Billy, I, I think about you yes, particularly this last you know, this last year, um, and how you've led our, our Go team. Early on, we we said as, as a church, we want to be uh, incredibly generous we said we don't want to be holding on to things uh, as, as we see needs around us and uh, thinking back Billy this last year as a church we've been able to give over seventy thousand dollars and I think about how you and your team have consistently led out on that like to the to the point where it, it's a little uncomfortable at times where Billy throws out a number he's like I think we could do this I think we could do this and continuing to stretch us, and going, hey, like let's let's watch God show up, and, and He is, and so I'm exceedingly grateful to God for you, and uh, and Chris, I'm grateful to God for you. When I think of, of someone who humbly serves, uh, consistently, I, I think of you. You are the the dictionary definition of humble servant, and I've been able to watch that, particularly this this last year, as you stepped up into various uh, places and spaces and uh, and served well, and so I'm grateful. Uh, to God for you guys and the joy that I have to serve alongside of you. Uh, I know it's been mentioned, but I'm grateful to God for for Donnie letting us in. Uh, I think if you were to ask Donnie months ago how excited he was to have us, uh, he might might say that, uh, like, let's wait and see. Uh, Like, I think the direct quote was, I'll give you a week. (laughs) And let's see how it goes. And uh, Donnie's been exceedingly, and his family have been exceedingly kind to us. And I'm grateful to God uh, for him and for his family. And then, uh, you know, primarily, I'm I'm grateful to God for his sure promises. Um, I I don't see myself or view myself as particularly old, uh, and and yet I know I'm not getting younger. Uh, And one of the things that I've noticed in life is that God's uh, promises are true and trustworthy and reliable and when life doesn't go your way uh, when things uh, take a turn uh, it is good to know that God has got it Uh, it's good to know that God can be uh, trusted and so I am exceedingly grateful uh, to the Lord I'm grateful to God Uh, we exist as a church to point people to Jesus I was reading through John chapter 1 just a couple of days ago. And all throughout John chapter 1, John the Baptist comes onto the scene and he points people to Jesus. Time and time again, John the Baptist says, Behold, look over there, uh, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He's constantly appointing uh, other people to Jesus. And so we exist as a church to point people to Jesus. There's four primary ways that we do that. We encounter the life-transforming power of the Word of God. Uh, We experience authentic community, Uh, we establish a culture of joyful service, and we engage all people. Uh, That is why we are here. Uh, And so everything we do is done uh, with that in mind. Uh, And so this morning we want to share with you kind of four objectives, uh, four desires that we have, things that we're moving toward uh, this next year so that we can do that, point people to Jesus, so we can do that. Uh, well, and so Phil, I've asked him to to kick us off. Uh, if you would share a little bit about uh, one of those desires that we're pursuing this year.
1: All right. So, uh, so we as elders have sought the Lord together, and increasingly over the last couple of years, we believe that God has put on our hearts to pursue land or a permanent option as we point people to Jesus. And so, while It may seem uh, untimely in COVID. Uh, We believe God knows the future, and he's sovereign over all of that. And so, like James said, our purpose at Christ Point is to point people to Jesus. And so land and a a building are simply tools, uh, like a sound system or this barn. Uh, But we believe a permanent location will provide us the opportunity to best fulfill our purpose at Christ Point. And so we understand that uh, the thought of buying or building can bring a lot of excitement, uh, but it also can bring some concern. And so we as an elder board promise by God's grace to not make the building or property or any other tool preeminent in our thinking. Um, If you ever sense that uh, we're giving too much of a high priority to that, please come and talk to any of us because that's that's never going to be the priority for us. We want to point people to Jesus. And so so when it when the time comes, uh, we'll invite those who wish to participate to be a partner with us in this. And so I'm reminded of the words from Exodus 35, 21. It says, And everyone who was willing and whose heart moved them came and brought an offering to the Lord for the work of the temple of meeting, for all its service and for all the sacred garments. And so, uh, so being faced with, you know, James said this earlier, being faced with the need for space, and having a desire to have a permanent place, God moved in our hearts to empower leaders. Uh, You'll hear a little bit more about that from uh, Billy. But empower leaders by forming a place and space team to pursue short and long-term location solutions for our church this past year. So so we praise God uh, that he assembled an amazing team. Um, our short-term team, we, Wendy Newell, uh, John Corrant, uh, Brandon Lindsay. Um, Anna and Andy Pohl and myself, we met weekly. Uh, We've been open-handed, at least seeking God in prayer for where he wants us and what he has for us. And so God led us to Aylor Barn. Uh, Praise God for that, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, Our long-term team, we now work to find us a permanent home. Uh, right now, uh, we have our elders and our place and space team in the initial stages looking at a specific property. Uh, our prayer team is praying specifically for that property as well. Uh, we're praying and thinking through this seriously. Um, if, it, if it keeps moving forward, uh, we'll let you know if and when that gets closer. Um, that could be as soon as a few weeks or uh, many months down the road. However, in the meantime, if you want to know more, you can either see myself or Chris. If we can give you some details on that. Um, we just don't want to burden you with any unnecessary details um, when we're not quite there yet. Um, as many of you look for homes or properties, you know how unpredictable you know, doing that can be, right? And so right now, uh, all we ask is just pray. That's our most powerful thing is praying. And so, um, so as we prayerfully move towards this new chapter at Christ Point, uh, we're excited about how God will move us um, and lead us. Um, so Paul writes in Ephesians. Uh, in Ephesians, he writes to the Ephesians in Ephesians three twenty and twenty one, and I know many of you probably know this. He says, "Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we could ask or think." Think about that. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Jesus Christ through all generations forever and ever. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: Thank you, Phil. Billy? That was good info. Um, I'm going to talk about um, leadership development, and, which is a, a significant area of focus, we believe, it has been for the last year or so, but really uh, being strategic in 2021. Um, you know, as you probably know, and as, as Phil mentioned, one of our core four statements is establishing a culture of joyful service. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the supporting verses we use for this is Ephesians 2.10 that I want to read. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We believe that each one of us, everyone in this room, has good works to do, specific things that the God of the universe assigned to you and to me before you were born. Um, And we're called to walk by faith um, in those good works. That's biblical. Um, And one of our values that support our vision of pointing people to Jesus is leadership development. And we believe that um, each person, and we know this from experience, each person is a valuable member. I mean, think of a great sports team where, if you're talking about a football team, the, every role is unique, every role is different, um, but yet every role is vital and absolutely necessary. And so um, this, is, um, this is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12:22, where it says each uh, part of the body of Christ is indispensable. Uh, which means absolutely necessary. So there are no bystanders. There are no, there are no, there are no, we don't get to sit on the sidelines. Nobody in here has permission to sit in the stands and watch everybody else do things, not in the church and not be um, obedient, not not over the long term. And so um, none of us gets to to just let everybody else do it. We function best when we serve and lead in the ways that God has gifted us. Um, and so that's what I was talking about with the sports team. And over the last year, we've had 15 people go through a leadership development course designed by Al Newell and his wife, Wendy, um, who we're blessed to have called Christpoint Point Home. And you may not know this, but Al and Wendy are kind of like the Michael Jordan of volunteer leadership development training. I mean, they're really, really good at it. And they've designed things that that every time I go through it, I learn something new. And I'm so grateful that the point of this course that the 15 folks at Christ Point went through was to explore in depth um, the biblical approach to leading well over the long term. Okay, And so not just in a short spurt, but what does it look like to lead well and shepherd the people of God in whatever role or capacity we're in over the long term? And we see leadership development is is absolutely vital to our growth as people. Um, And over the next year, we're committed to strategically deploying many of these leaders in areas that would benefit the body of Christ and also benefit these leaders and let them experience the joy uh, of serving. And so, uh, as Phil has mentioned, James and Jody and Melissa You know, they're so good at what they do. They serve so faithfully in a paid staff leader role. Um, They're so consistent. They're so humble. They're just really good at walking with our people, uh, and they're dearly loved by everybody in our church. And yet at the same time, we have very high-impact volunteer leaders and and people who serve who don't get paid. Uh, Chris serves on the elder team. Phil is on the elder team and, and leads our student ministry the people that are a part of the student ministry. Um, there's some really gifted people that do a great job with our teams and our kids, uh, people on the impact team and go team, everybody that Phil mentioned. Um, and so we just want to expand this. I mean, the point point in what we're focused on is um, to not just find paid professionals. Um, we want to find committed and equipped high-impact volunteers. We, wanna, we want them to to be a part and aligned with what our vision and our values are, Um, because we believe as a church that our influence and our stewardship and our health overall as a church will be far greater with this approach. Um, It's just biblical. And so um, we're serious about everyone involved experiencing the joy of serving our king and serving his bride. Uh, I'm blown away that I actually enjoy this. I don't know if y'all have ever stopped and thought, like, I, I enjoy doing church stuff. I mean, you you want to you want to kill a conversation in a cocktail party? Talk about your hobby being the church. I mean, that that's that's just gonna, you know, now if you're in a good crowd, it might, or a different kind of crowd, but but it it can be a conversation stopper. Um, and I, I find that to be, you know, and I'm ad-libbing here, so maybe I'll regret saying that, but I. But I've just found that, um, that the more I move in this and, and the people I'm around here that I see at Christ Point that call Christ Point home, the more joy, the more we serve, the more joy that is, is experienced deep down. And and that's not just me. That's everybody that I come across here at Christ Point. Um, there's just a joy in that. And there's something, when we're about the eternal business of the God of the universe there are rewards that we cannot describe to other people. We just can't um, because it's supernatural, and it just shows up. And so we want to expand um, the reach of the people that get to experience that. And so that's, that's part of what we're going to be focusing on this year. That was
0: smooth. Uh, Thank you, Billy. Um, We mentioned earlier that one of the ways that we point people to Jesus as a church is by experiencing authentic community. Experiencing authentic community. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 5 uh, says, So in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. A little later on in verse 10, Paul writes to the church at Rome and says, Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. All throughout Scripture, uh, we are given a picture of what does it look like for us to live and pursue authentic community together as a people. Uh, Those words, authentic and community, are pretty loaded terms. Uh, One could argue in many ways they are even overused a little bit within the church. I mean, what does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to uh, pursue community Well, when we talk about pursuing community as a church, uh, we mean, when we say authentic, that we are on a journey toward transparency uh, that emanates from the grace that we've received uh, so that we can freely share our our joys and our burdens, our heartache, our shortcomings, and our sins uh, with one another. Uh, Authentic means that we don't avoid uh, difficult conversations uh, that instead we humbly listen uh, to one another and are challenged and are sharpened uh, by each other. At Christ's point, we pursue community together uh, in various ways. Uh, one of the ways that we do that is we uh, come and gather together as a church uh, and as a people. For some right now, it's online. For others, uh, it's face-to-face. Uh, it also means that we pursue Uh, living lives of transparency in uh, the context of a group. It could be a Wednesday morning men's group. It could be uh, a driveway group where ladies get together to to pray. It could be a small group that's offered here at Christ Point. Uh, We see those as on-ramps for our people to get involved uh, in the life of this church. Uh, God has designed you and me uh, for community. Right There there are no exceptions in the Christian life. I don't care if you are an extrovert or you are an introvert. Uh, God has created you uh, to be known. He's created you to be known and He's created you uh, to know others. Uh, I think as a church, one of the temptations that we have is to be a people uh, who are marked by kindness, which is a very good thing, uh, but not necessarily uh, be known. Right, We believe as a church that yes, we want to be kind, we want to be swell folks, uh, but we also want to be known. We want to do a life together. Uh, if something happens in your life that is spectacular, uh, you should have someone to call. And if something happens in your life that is tragic, uh, you should have someone who will come Uh, by your side. If you are here this morning and you are living life as a lone ranger, uh, if you are a solo act, be very afraid. Be very afraid because that is not what God intended. That is not what God intended. Um, It is dangerous uh, for me to live life alone. It's dangerous for me to pull back uh, and to be left to uh, my own devices. It's not a good place. God has designed us uh, for community. And so this next year, we want to encourage our people to continue to uh, connect relationally uh, in groups. Uh, That means we want more people to be involved in small groups. We want more people to connect on Wednesday morning with our men. Uh, We want more women to connect uh, in driveways or on Zoom uh, prayer calls. Uh, One of the things that I have heard over this past year is how many people have lamented how difficult it is uh, to connect with others in the world that we live in. It's been a challenge. Uh, And I have also heard people uh, who have said, James, my small group has been my lifeline. Wednesday morning, uh, seeing and hearing the guys on a Zoom meeting has been my lifeline. Uh, Sitting with a small group of women in a driveway has been my lifeline. Uh, When you think about it, uh, that should not surprise us. Uh, that That is how God has wired us and created us. And so, as a church, I want us to be asking uh, significant questions uh, of one another this next year. When you have uh, relationships with uh, someone, I want us to ask questions like, What is God teaching you in His Word? What is God teaching you in His Word? Uh, Who are you pursuing? Uh, Who are you pursuing in the context of community? How are you serving? How are you using the gifts that God has given to you to serve the body? And lastly, Uh, Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you engaging? Uh, It's one of the the areas that I think that we can grow as a church is when people come that we welcome them with open arms and we help them feel at home uh, in this place. So uh, one of the ways that we point people to Jesus is that we experience authentic community. I'm excited to see uh, the ways that God grows us in this area in 2021. Um, That... Connecting in community, in developing leaders, in finding land apart uh, from the work of God is impossible. It's impossible. And so Chris is going to share with us uh, how we hope uh, to pursue those in 2021.
3: That it is. And um, we're just thankful. I mean, I think we're, we're at this place we are now because of um, God's work and God's hand. And so as we continue to pursue these things that James has mentioned... And our four E's um, in this new year, we cannot expect to accomplish anything in our own power. That's basically what we're, we want to make sure uh, you know it's not in our effort. Uh, it's not in your effort. But uh, God has made us a dependent people, a dependent people on him. And so um, uh, scripture says we are a needy people. And it also says uh, why we should pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Um, Ephesians 6:18 says, praying all the time in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. And to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. I love that, that it says mm-hmm. perseverance, because it is a constant uh, effort in today's day and age for you to, to stay on your knees and to think, I need to pray. And for that to be a mindset throughout the day. Missionary Hudson Taylor says, I have seen many men work without praying, though I have n- I have never seen any good come out of it. But I have never seen a man pray without working. Brother, if you would enter that province, you must go forward on your knees. And so uh, we as a group are committed to do that, going forward on our knees this, this new year. And we want to see uh, prayer become a more vital part of uh, who we are and who you are. Um, In every area of our ministry, from our kids to our students to our adults, Um, and also during our service, uh, we would just want to find time to just be quiet and pray. Um, Currently, we have a group that gathers to pray for our 945 Sunday morning service. If you guys would love to join us, anybody can join us. We'd love for you to stop there and come earlier. Uh, We want to provide more strategic times to pray uh, during Sundays. Um, in our in response to the message as well. And then James is going to start a new four-week sermon series on the Lord's Prayer coming up. And we believe God has uh, answers to prayer for us in 2021. We want you to pray with us, if you would, on these, uh, these uh, requests that we have. For God's provision and wisdom as we seek a long-term home, as Phil has mentioned. Um, equipping of our leaders as we have uh, started that process. And we just want you to continue to pray for those who have gone through the leadership process and are starting. Pray uh, for authentic community because it's that's an effort to make authentic community happen. And so we're praying for that for each one of you and for each for us as well to continue to push press into that. And um, pray for your brothers and sisters here at CP that you would just pray for them. Seek out Individuals, ask them if they need any prayer for anything. Um, it's sometimes is a little awkward, but uh, I think that's just life in general is sometimes awkward trying to get to know people and uh, understand what their needs are. So um, that's about it. Chris, it seems like it would be uh, wise in light of that for you to pray. I think I will pray. Let's close mm-hmm. this out. <clears throat> Father, we're We are a dependent, needy people. Um, As we've noted in your word, it just tells us to come to you and to ask and that you are willing to give and willing to hear our prayers. Help us to understand your love for us, your concern and your desire for our, our well-being and also for our comfort during those times that we need your comfort. We pray for this church body. We pray for each one here this morning that uh, they would seek you, that they would seek you throughout their daily walk, that they would kneel before you and ask. And we pray, Father, that you would just raise up this body, that we would point people to Jesus in all aspects and everything we do. We're so thankful for this day that we can come together and we can praise and worship and honor You, the God of the universe, who knows each one here this morning and loves them beyond any love we can understand. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm excited about 2021. It'll be fun a year from now to reflect back to see what... Uh, God has done. If you are new to Christ Point, I want to welcome you. Thanks so much for being here this morning. Hopefully you found on your table a connection card. If you could fill that out, uh, leave it on a a table. We'll collect those as uh, you head out this morning. Or you can go to the table in the back and drop it off on that table. Uh, While you are back at that table, you will notice there are Christ Point t-shirts. That is our shirt uh, for this year. They're cozy. They're comfy. You're going to love it. Uh, over the course of the last year and a half or so, I've seen a number of our old t-shirts being worn, not just around here, but around our community. It's a great way uh, for you to point people to Jesus. Uh, also, uh, this last year, I uh, wrote another devotional book, uh, Walking Through Philippians. If you haven't received that yet, that is our gift uh, to you. Uh, take it on your way out. I'd love for you to walk through that and trust in and praying that the Lord might use that to uh, form and shape uh, you as you walk with Him. I uh, want to let you know, men, dads, our uh, dudes, students, junior high, senior high students, on the 16th of January, uh, we have an event at the Foster's House. We're doing uh, a slingshot paintball. Uh, we are calling it Christ Point Hunger Games. <laughs> I mean, what could go wrong? Um, running through the woods, shooting each other with paintballs. Uh, But circle your calendars. Don't do what we did, which was wait to the very last day to uh, find slingshots and uh, face masks. Uh, You'll want to shop for those now, uh, and so please do so. Uh, Ladies, you can connect with some other women in the church this month via Zoom. There's a couple of prayer times if you check your CP news. There will be a link where you can uh, hop on and pray with some of the other ladies uh, from Christ Point. Uh, Last but certainly not least, I just want to give God thanks for the opportunity that we've had over uh, the last really probably six, seven, eight months to partner with Mission City Church. You may have noticed as you came in this morning a number of groceries on uh, the benches, on the table out front. Uh, Mission City Church in Charlotte uh, reaches out to their community each week on Thursdays. Uh, we have the great joy of partnering with them and helping uh, resource them with uh, groceries. So if you had the opportunity to do that, just want to let you know, give God thanks uh, for you. That's been cool to see how God has used that in the hearts and lives of uh, people in our own backyard. Uh, thanks so much for being here this morning. God bless. We'll see you next week as we kick off our series on prayer uh, called Our Father Who Art in Heaven. God bless you. We'll see you next week.